Everybody, welcome to another installment of Show to Be with Mike G, the show of life, the show of Goa India whiskeys, the emerging Indian whiskey market, whiskeys of the world, and so much more. As today we chat with Michael D'Souza, the master distiller for Paul John Whiskey. First, there was Amroot setting the bar for Indian whiskeys. Now there's Paul John taking away some words at whiskeys of the world this year. And Michael will be in town like he was a few weeks ago in Austin, Texas. He'll be in town this Saturday, September 30th for Whiskeys of the World in Houston. It's a very interesting category. The tropical weather lends to a much different aging process and a much more robust and romantic and sweet flavor to the whiskey. We sip a few as we chat here today. So without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this great chat with Michael D'Souza, the master distiller of Paul John Whiskey. I don't believe in uh, you know, being a celebrity or yeah. whatever. I mean, my job is to make this. That's it. Yeah. You know, um, humble guy. Yeah. Yeah. I try to keep my uh, foot firmly on the ground. Yeah, it's hard too, especially when you get to dress up nice <laughs> and you have people that are hanging on your every word. <clears throat> See, I I prefer to be uh, at the distillery. Yeah. You know, in the lab itself, either. right? Not only in the lab. I mean, just to, so to speak. really, I I really enjoy uh, working yeah. in the distillery. You know, uh, Do you feel like because it's an interesting thing? So, I, I, I own a distillery as well, so we've, we've worked with spirits, and that is a very very kind of cerebral thing. But also, being out in the public, you have to be articulate. You have to be able to facilitate a chat, and so working on that side of it, those communication skills. Has it been an easy process for you to kind of feel more comfortable speaking in front of crowds? Not really. I mean, I always uh, enjoyed talking about whiskey, yeah. discussing with so as long as it's whiskey. It's See, fine, the right? best part, um, you know, uh, visiting various places and uh, the events. Yeah. Uh, the best part is I get to know a lot of people, you know, yeah. intellectuals who know about whiskey. You know, I can exchange my uh, uh, informations. Mm. Uh, Do you think that? It's, you learn a lot. You like the learning part of it, but there's always something to kind of glean from yeah, this. This is, uh, you know, uh, this is my 24th year in, in whiskey industry. Really? Even today I learn. I, you know, every day I learn. Something uh, new, right? About whiskey, yes. That's amazing. Well, so the path to becoming distiller and working whiskey is probably a convoluted one as it is for many of us. But you were born and raised in India. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> what... Was school and academia, was that a big and an important pursuit for you, from your family and you personally? Uh, see, uh, uh, when you talk about India, um, the culture is entirely different. Yeah. You know, well, that's uh, kind of what I'm trying yeah. to understand. I know some of it, but... Yeah, I mean, um, uh, even today, uh, you know, when you talk about alcohol or smoking, it's still a taboo. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, I, I, I'm from a different background. I... I'm from. I I am a Christian. Yeah. No. I, oh, interesting. Okay. Yes. I'm, I'm a, 
Catholic. Okay, well, you know, there's one thing we know about Catholics. Yeah. It's one of the reasons I love them. They love to drink. <laughs> Always. Always yes. um, I mean, the, the, our, our family is associated with the alcohol, you know. Yeah. From, from uh, I don't know how many years. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I remember, um, you know, <clears throat> when I, I was very, very small, mm -hmm. when uh, my, my grandmother used to make house, house wines. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So... Yeah. Was, so, so it's a positive thing, but I guess then the alcohol, maybe it was about being with the family, having a good meal, all of that? Exactly. Yeah. Yes, I mean, alcohol is always there. I mean, it's, it's part of our daily uh, life. Yeah, thankfully. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Big family or small family? Um, yeah, I, my uh, parents, uh, my younger brother, myself. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's it. And my grandparents. Yeah. Were they ever in the, your parents, were they ever working in the hospitality industry or any kind of chemical industry, kind of like you do now? Not really. Actually, uh, my grandfather was a small-time brewer. No kidding. Uh, yes. Oh, that's brilliant. Uh, I think it is in my, uh, I got the genes. Yeah, so. it's in your blood. Uh, yes. But is it <clears throat> hard to do things like that when it's socially taboo? Do you have to be secretive about it, even just something as simple as brewing? No, actually, uh, you know, uh, India w w was... Uh, once upon a time, it was a British colony. Yeah, a lot of Britishers were there in India. My grandfather used to work for British. Oh no kidding! Yeah, that's uh, that's cool. It's a lot of gin. I need <laughs> gin in the house. <laughs> it's pretty common too. Gin? Yeah. Uh, you been no, I mean, in, uh, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, I do. a little bit of it. I do. Yes. So then, was it your first choice as you were thinking about pursuing a career? Was whiskey the first thing you came into? But there had to have been something else you were working on, right? No, I mean, um, I had uh, always I had fascination for alcohol. Yeah, you know, it's always used to fascinate me. You know, uh, I wanted to become something. I want to do something uh, with alcohol. Yeah, yeah, and that's how I started. So you always knew that. Yes, that's an amazing thing to have a passion for alcohol in that way. And you say 24 years later now, you've been working in this industry? Correct. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I started very young. Yeah. I was 21 when I started. Oh, perfect age to yeah. start. What were you doing? <laughs> what was your capacity then? I started working uh, under uh, Master Blender. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I worked with him, under him for almost five years. Then I, from blending, I shifted to distillation. Yeah. Uh, I started working uh, as a shift in charge. Then, um, yeah, I mean, today I'm here. I am that's crazy. At what point did you realize that you could taste? Because drinking things that are a little bit complex and maybe mature at 21 is a completely different experience than when you're 41. Not that you're 41, but just for instance, right? So, how can you remember maybe a moment where you said, Oh, I think maybe I get this now, maybe I can taste things in a way I never thought? See, uh Everything changes over yeah. a period of time, you know. Uh, like whiskey, we also evolve. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, <clears throat> so our taste buds evolves. Um, I think, uh, you know, uh, after 24 years, I can say that, you know, uh, my experience took over everything else. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> how, yeah. how, how long do you think it takes a distiller to really know how, what they're doing? It depends, you know, um, how committed you are. Yeah, um, you have to be disciplined. You know, you are, your habits has to change. Sure. Um, yeah, you have to discipline yourself. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot about that. Was it 
would it have ever been any other kind of spirit, or was it really great that it was whiskey for you? Is that the one that you kind of? Well, I also make wines. You know? Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, okay. I am also a winemaker. A vineyard. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Vinter, excuse me. That's what kinds of grapes can you deal with? Because imagine this is all in India, right? Yes. What kinds of grapes grow in India? In India, uh, mainly we grow uh, French varieties. Okay. okay. Uh, for example, uh, in reds we grow uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, yeah. uh, Shiraz, uh, Merlot. Uh, Zinfandel. Yeah. In white, uh, you have uh, Sauvignon Blanc. Mm. Uh, you have Chenin. You have Chardonnay. And yeah, these are the main main varieties. So you're getting your hands dirty. You're getting so much exposure to all the areas. And so I think that that makes you. Do you feel like that makes you a better equipped taster, a better equipped distiller, having all those other experiences with wine? Exactly. I have. Uh, you know. I mean. Fortunately, I was involved in various types of alcohol manufacturing. Yeah, yeah, from the Indian-made foreign liquors to wines to single malts. Yeah, a jack of all trades. Yes, that's pretty intense. Which of these tasks? Because there's filtering, there's fermentation, there's all wait. There's so many different pieces of the process. Which is your least favorite in that whole process, from the raw material to the bottling? I wouldn't say, uh, you know, anything. I mean, I like everything. Yeah. You know, uh, each and every whiskey making process is a challenge. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say, you know, distillation is easier and the fermentation is tougher. Everything is tougher. Yeah. You know, it's like if it's you want class. To, if you want to make quality whiskey, or you have to be precise. You have yeah. to be meticulous in each and every whiskey making process. Disciplined? Yes. You, and you fancy yourself a very disciplined guy. Uh, you have to. Yeah. Um, it's just one of the requirements, I guess. Correct. Well, so you're traveling around a lot in the capacity in this role. And you're, you know, you're in Austin. You have this master class with Whiskeys of the World. How long have you been in the States this particular trip, kind of chatting with folks? Actually, I arrived uh, on the 14th. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I'm here until the, uh, the, the 6th of October. Oh, no kidding. So quite days, a long time. 20 days traveling uh, uh, a couple of states. Wow. Uh, different markets, different shows. You excited? Yes. Yeah, fun. How do you take care of yourself? That's a hard thing for me sometimes when you are around great people, great booze. What do you do to kind of make sure you keep healthy? Mm, I travel a lot. Yeah. So, um, you know, of course, I mean, when, when you arrive or when you visit any other country for that matter, for initial couple of days, you... Yeah. You take some time to adjust to the to the environment. Um, you know, you have to come out of the jet lag. Yeah. You don't so have then. circles under your eyes. You look pretty good. So it's, you're doing something right, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, <clears throat> I Today I'm all, all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I caught you in a good place. This is good. <laughs> I'm glad that we're... For a Sunday morning, too. I mean, we're all quite chipper. A little bit better than I would have expected, given the whiskey festival last night. Well, so this is an exciting thing. I've had the pleasure of judging for Whiskeys of the World for about four years now. And Amrut was, of course, as we know, the first really notable Indian whiskey that the Americans knew. And it was an interesting category for a lot of different reasons, which we'll talk about. But India, it's like, what do you think? What do you think about India? What does India look like? What is What grows there? You know, there's all these kinds of different things to think about. But now, Paul John being what I would consider another very notable and growing brand, that's really, really getting people excited about the category. And even you, you had a master class on this. So in this case, so give me, what do you think are some of the main differences in Indian whiskey? Because it's its own category, 
right? And there's not a lot of it. So what do you think identifies that? I think uh, uh, the ingredients, yeah. uh, uh, you know, uh, in India we use uh, uh, Indian ingredients, Indian barley. Six, six row, six right? Six row Indian yeah. barley, yeah. But having said that, uh, uh, India has a long history of whiskey making. I Does think. it? The one of the oldest uh, distillery dates back to 1850s. Mm. Yeah, uh, when the British were there in India, they set up a couple of breweries and distilleries uh, near the uh, the foothills of Himalayas. You know. Oh, really? So yeah. it is. It has kind of a rich history. I mean, these were whiskey distillers, you're saying? Exactly. Yeah. In India, we have got more than 20 single malt distilleries uh, making quality spirits. Do you think the world's really aware of all the great work coming out of India? Uh, yes, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, you know that. I mean, Amrut has uh, proven that. Sure. Now, Paul John, we have uh, uh, Rampur single malt coming up. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, in in coming years, you would you would get to see a lot of uh, quality single malts coming out from India. And they have this interesting richness to them. That's it's more robust, more full bodied for me. Like even just smelling this one, which we'll sip here in a second. Like, why do you think? Is it the people? Is it because they're more full-bodied, they're warmer, or is it really the ingredients and the heat and all that that yeah, allow? The uh, the characters we get from uh, two different things. First is from the Indian barley. Yeah. Indian barley is rich in uh, protein. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, uh, which makes your whiskey more creamier. Mm, and uh, the climate. Yeah. Um, the climate, uh, you know, helps you to extract, or the whiskey to extract maximum flavor compounds from yeah. the barrels. Uh, so these two makes uh, your whiskey more uh, characterful, flavorful, and rich. And there's something I've read, in, and tell me if this is true. You guys, so normally with whiskey, they'll ferment out to about 8%. And that makes it drier. You know, obviously the more, the higher the ABV is of the mash, it'll be drier. But is it true you guys stop it a little bit sooner and kind of ferment to a lower percentage to retain some of the sweetness? No, not really. Okay. No. I don't we know don't, I we, on the site, but... We don't do that. Yeah. Um, because... Um, yeah, I mean, just scale, you know, <clears throat> yeah, 2%, right? You got to get that back. <laughs> we don't do sense. that. Everything is uh, natural. Yeah. Yes. So Goa is a state that is on the western coast of India. Is that correct? Yes. Goa is on the western coast, uh, right below uh, Mumbai. Yeah, Mumbai. Uh, okay. Goa has got a um, wonderful uh, tropical climate. Yeah. It's humid. It's hot. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. Scenic. Of course, yeah. yeah. It's one of the uh, the well-known uh, travel destination. Yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of people. The uh, the season starts uh, around November, uh, in October, and uh, goes on until uh, April. Yeah, yeah. What's it, what's? Do you spend a lot of time at the beach there? Is that what one would do if they're visiting for vacation? Goa is, is known for beaches. No. Yeah, they, we have got wonderful beaches there. And our distillery is not very far from the beach. No, oh, actually. wow. Yes. That's pretty nice for you if you want to just get out and take a walk, right? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Did you live in Goa as as you were growing up or you moved there? Do you live there now? Not really. I Actually, I'm from the southern part of India, okay. uh, the place called Kurg. Okay. It's known for its uh, uh, coffee. Yeah. Ooh, how's the coffee? Yes. It's good. Um, and uh, it's... it's um, it, in in Kurg, we grow uh, the second best coffee in the world. No kidding. Yeah, I didn't know that. After Brazil, do you have, do you take it with you when you travel? Just to make sure you have it. I don't, but <laughs> I love coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to taste too. So, how 
this distillery now, which I saw the copper pot stills you guys use, they're, they're beautiful. And how long has this distillery been in operation now, making single malt or whiskey in general? Okay. Um, it started in 2009. The 2009. first distillation started in 2009. Yeah. Um, you know, before that, it took two long years to construct uh, and, uh, you know, uh, put all the equipment. Yeah. Yes. Is it hard regulation-wise with the Indian government? Are they pretty cooperative? Yes, alcohol is uh, regulated by the government there yeah. in India. You have to get a lot of uh, approvals. Uh, yes, it is very stringent. Very stringent, yeah. Yes. Heavily taxed there as well? Depending on the uh, the states. You know, India has got uh, 30 uh, states. 30 states has got its own uh, laws. Oh, totally yeah. different. Just like your own uh, tax structure. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Well, so of the marks, there's a few, and we get to try one that's like kind of new and emerging that we haven't had yet, but... What it, when you go and you blend and when you distill, what kinds of things are you looking to create in the final whiskeys? What are some flavors you really like? Uh, initially, when I when I started uh, working on uh, the expressions, yeah. you know, always I I kept one thing in my mind, you know, because I kept India in my mind mm. because um, India is vibrant, a massively vibrant yeah. country because uh, we have. Different languages, different religion, different culture. Mm. Uh, it's colorful. Um, yeah, I mean, I wanted to have a similar vibrancy inside the bottle. Yeah. Yeah, with different flavors and different characters. Does it have a transportative nature too? So when you sip these fine whiskeys, does it take you back to India? Do you feel it? it, it much like agave spirits, they take you to the place where they were made. Of course. I mean, uh, if you see, if you taste Paul John, you know, you would understand sweet. Yeah. It's spicy. Uh, <laughs> it's like your love life, right? Sweet right. and spicy. Yeah. <laughs> no, that makes a lot of sense. And are there any kind of flavors that you personally like to stray away from? Things that you don't want to focus on? Maybe salinity. Maybe dark, bitter notes. Uh, definitely bitter notes. Yeah. Uh, it's not good for a whiskey. Um, but rest, I mean, uh, the sweetness is yeah. very important. Um, since we are in Goa, Goa has got tropical climate. It's humid. Yeah. It's it's hot, uh, and we are not very far from the sea. Um, our whiskies are more mineral in character, like a like a space side salt side. is in the air. Yeah. So the whiskey absorbs a lot of salt from the air and makes it more mineral in character. Yeah. That's I mean you're kind of lucky, man. It's yeah. it's beautiful. Exactly. It's flavorful, and you get a little bit of that sea breeze to bring in some salinity and add even a more vibrance, like you said, right. to the whiskey itself. Are there any requirements for Indian whiskey? So as a category, bourbon, of course, is very stringent. There's certain things about the types of barrels, how long it has to sit. But for you, can you kind of just have creative carte blanche where you can do what you want with the whiskeys? Mm, yeah. In, in India, we make uh, two different kinds of uh, whiskeys, mm. um, basically alcohol, and one is called IMFL, Indian Made Foreign Liquor, okay. which does not come under any like regulations. Okay, uh, we can use uh, molasses-based spirits, grain-based spirits. Really, we okay. can add colors, we can add flavors. Yeah. Uh, then also the other one is the proper whiskey, like single malts or blended whiskey, sure. which come under the regulations. You know. Okay. Uh, in okay. India, also we have we cannot bottle uh, a proper whiskey before it is matured for three years. Really? Yes. Oh, so it's kind of interesting. There are. R strict rules in place than in exactly that we have we have yeah well, i don't think a lot of people realize that do you always want it to be a, so being in that pool of great whiskeys you have the american whiskeys there's a lot of 
differentiation there. There's the scotch, there's Irish whiskeys. Do you want it to be completely unique or do you want it to be a perfect homage and kind of a memoir to all of the other beautiful whiskeys of the world? We never wanted to, uh, you know, create any replica or, yeah. you know, copy somebody else. Uh, we wanted to have our own hallmark. We wanted to make uh, unique Indian whiskey, yeah. uh, which is not, uh, you know, made anywhere else. Uh, yeah, I mean, we always uh, thought about that. Yeah. Being unique, being original, innovative, exactly. all exactly. those things. Yes. Well, we've talked about <laughs> this whiskey, and I'm taken to this tropical place in my head. I would love to taste, and you guys have this bottle that Ajay's brought with us here. What What are we about to taste in this unreleased and kind of rare whiskey that's about to be introduced okay we um when you when i talk about whiskey i mean paul john we have uh, regular five expressions mm -hmm. three flagships and two limited editions yeah apart from that um you know occasionally we release uh, some uh, rare uh, limited editions uh today uh, we have uh, expression called kanya kanya uh, okay. what's kanya that what is, is that yeah. kanya is uh, the Indian zodiac sign for Virgo. Oh, okay. Yes. Are uh, you Virgo? We are. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm a Libran. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, we are planning to re release uh, uh, the Indian zodiac series. Oh, cool. Uh, of okay. whiskies. Yeah. Yeah. Because each and every uh, expression. Yeah. Uh, would have the, the unique characteristics of uh, you know zodiac signs. Yeah. 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 That's uh, amazing. Today we have Kanya, which is very smooth, silky, chocolatey, yeah. sweet. Yeah. What? So, because I'm selfish, I'm an Aquarius, and I know how I am cool and collected, blah, 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 right? Correct. What would an Aquarius whiskey taste like? Uh, as I said, I mean, it'll be uh, elegant. Oh, yeah, uh, see? Yeah. Now, you're, now you're speaking <clears throat> my language. <laughs> <laughs> elegant. I mean, when you talk about uh, the water, I mean, yeah. maybe some... Uh, Mineral character, yeah, uh, darkly pensive, <laughs> <laughs> but friendly, accessible. These are things that are kind of important. Definitely. Yes. Will you have a lot at stake when it becomes the Libra whiskey? Will you have to really make sure it reflects? It will. It will be very, very balanced. <laughs> <laughs> Calm, humble, Calm. a humble whiskey. Well, good. This is amazing. So this is, man, astrological whiskeys. This really speaks to me at this moment. I feel that a lot. So what can I expect from this guy? And we're going to sip this finally. What's the... Actually, I'll just try to guess. Yeah, this whiskey uh, is... Uh, I, I I chose 20 odd barrels yeah. uh, from... We have two different warehouses. One is the below the ground level and one is uh, above the ground level. Yeah. And um, the, this whiskey uh, was drawn from the underground cellar from 20 odd barrels, oh, okay. all fast fills. Uh, and these are the oldest whiskies really? uh, we have. Yeah, it is almost eight years old. I mean, when I say eight years, uh, you have to remember, uh, you know, it is equivalent to 30-year-old Scotch whiskey. Yeah, because, because the climate is yeah. different. The one year in India is almost equivalent to four years in Scotland. Yeah. Yes. You've aged well then, if in fact that's how that goes. <laughs> uh, yeah, in India, whiskey measures differently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's interesting. Well, okay, let's take a look. This is a beautiful color on the. I mean, it's a really rich color on this. Mm. Yeah, see, delivery is very sweet. Mm -hmm. mm. It's chocolatey. It's creamy. Yeah, all of whiskeys are bottled above forty-six percent. 
There's this yeah. cool thing like that I'm getting on here that I don't get from Scotch is like a really nice milk chocolate kind of note, like mm-hmm. at the very end. Yep. So I mean, it's, I mean, I'm falling in love with this sign all over again. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. I mean, certain characters what you have here, mm-hmm. you you wouldn't get in Scotch whiskeys because they mature their whiskeys in, in different climate right. conditions. Uh, in India, you know, uh, we have wonderful tropical climate, uh, which whiskey uh, interacts rapidly with the wood yeah. to extract flavor compounds. Which barrels? And so you're using, you said, first fill? Or does it, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I think it doesn't really matter, but it gives you some creative liberties. You can use whatever kind of barrels you want, can't you? We can, yeah, yeah. as long as it's oak. As long as it's oak. We, we can, we can uh, use any kind of cask. Yeah. Uh, having said that, um, uh, we use mostly uh, once used American oak. Okay, uh, yeah. Yes. Deep char, regular char? Something um, like that, you know? Yeah, three-level charring. Okay. Um, because uh, once used bourbon is more suitable for Indian climatic conditions. Sure. It's more elegant. Um, you know, otherwise uh, your whiskey would become more astringent mm-hmm. and more woodier. Yeah, this for is a like period of time. Yes. The word "sexy" comes to mind. How how passionate and how kind of like supple it feels. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, because I, I like st- some whiskeys to me are a little too refined. They're a little too tight, right? Some mm-hmm. some scotches are that way where they don't really get out there. They're not. They're not bosomy, me, right? <laughs> yeah. But this whiskey really feels that way for me. It's like almost sensual kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, um, th- these are the special twenty barrels I chose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just to give a, a particular character. Sure. Yeah. To make it more chocolatey and sweet. It's a very powerful position to be in, to control this <laughs> thing, right? It's of be course. Nice. I mean, uh, yeah. I enjoy doing that. Yeah. Always. Yes. So what do you, of the, the line, you said you've got the two rare editions, now this third here, which kind of astrological, but then mm-hmm. the two flagships. What's been the most successful and the most resonant whiskey for Paul John so far? As on today, we are uh, in 30 different uh, countries. Wow. Yeah, 30 different countries, we we have different demands. Yeah. You know, some countries, we sell more peated whiskeys. Some, we sell, uh, you know, unpeated whiskeys. Uh, yeah, we have uh, different whiskeys for different palettes. Yeah, so they kind of resonate in different ways in, in different markets. Exactly. For the states, what do you think we're we're really into? Uh, we're doing uh, uh, good. Um, I mean, well, in um, uh, unpeated whiskey, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Peated might be much for us, I think, in terms of accessibility. Yeah, I think maybe uh, you know uh, this is the bur- bourbon country. That's right. People, yeah. <laughs> people like uh, sweet whiskeys. Yeah. So people love unpeated. Yesterday we were in, we were uh, at the show. Um, I was seeing you know people are were loving uh, having you know tasting classic, which is yeah, is a hundred percent unpeated whiskey. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. What's the proof on this guy? This is about forty. Uh, this is fifty uh, percent. Okay, close. Yeah. That's good. That's 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 a bold move too. Is that where you feel for you whiskey tastes the best, around 100 proof? Uh, different expressions, we have different proofs. Mm. Uh, you know, when I when I start doing the blending, I, I see, you know, at what strength the whiskey will start expressing uh, to the maximum. Yeah, you know, feel it. Ultimately, yeah, ultimately, you know, the flavor is more important. Yeah. You know, the balance is more important. For, for you as someone, this is something, and I always try to suss this out in other people and guests that work in distilleries or make art, because whiskey is an art. For you, would you rather think about how to make the whiskey and taste it, or would you rather feel it? Exactly. It's, I mean, in it's a way, feeling, you know, it? it's 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 my emotions which yes. is bottled. Good. You know, 
Rest, yeah. So uh, I always, uh, you know, uh, imagine certain things while creating some expressions. Mm. What yes. are a few of those things? Yeah, you know, um, maybe uh, you know, uh, my uh, personal life, or yeah. uh, you know, uh, the life of a person who's close to me, mm. or you know, love. Uh, yeah, it affects us all, doesn't it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's. I mean, this is a brilliant whiskey and I'm, I've had them before but it is, sometimes I don't get the pleasure of knowing until after I've had it. So this is cool now because I get to talk to you about you almost literally pouring your passion into the bottle. Correct. And then this is at 100 proof which is incredible. When is this signature kind of rare model if you will, when is this hitting the States? I think before Christmas so I should have it here. Um, yeah. I mean, we are targeting in the Christmas. Uh, Any idea what retail might be close? Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, curious. I think it should be approximately uh, $300. Oh, dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice bottle for Christmas for sure. Very nice bottle. Well, I have two questions left for you. I know you guys got, I mean, you're going to be here till the 6th. You got a lot of work to do, right? So the first is being a passionate guy, having your hands in this amazing liquid. Let's say that you are anywhere in the world sipping whatever whiskey you'd like to sip. But if you could sit there and just have a conversation with anybody, living or deceased, who might you like to sit, sip, and have a conversation with? Yeah, it's a tough question, actually. I mean, it changes, I think, yeah. monthly for <clears throat> Correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have any particular person uh, in mind, but uh, definitely yes. I mean, somebody who's uh, knowledge about uh, yeah. whiskeys. I love to talk or. Uh, you know, discuss about whiskeys always. Yeah, uh, I would love to do that. Better, Mister Ernest Hemingway probably knew a bit about whis- whiskeys. I would think it's possible. Yeah, or or F. Scott Fitzgerald, those guys, those classic writers, would probably maybe yes, yeah. of course. Yeah, okay. I've I've met uh, many uh, whiskey writers. Yeah, um, um, yeah, I had wonderful con- conversations with them. Yeah, yes, it's fun. Well, then the last piece for you as you kind of traveling around. Where where else are you, you going to be? You said traveling outside of Texas as well. Yes, I mean today uh, we are heading to Dallas. Okay, maybe okay. for a couple of days. Then uh, again uh, to Atlanta, Atlanta. Uh, New York, Boston, yeah. and so on. Yeah. You excited? Yeah, I'm very much excited. You're going to meet a lot of people. They're going to have weird accents. Yes, the time. this is what I like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get to know a lot of people. Uh, you know, associated with whiskey business. Yeah. Yeah, whiskey writers, whiskey makers, blenders. Not a bad life. Pretty charmed. Not at all. <laughs> well, Michael, it's been a pleasure chatting. Thank you so much for sharing this passionate, robust whiskey with me. I think you're going to enjoy the rest of your two weeks one not here in the States. And I hope to speak to you soon. Pleasure. Thank you. My pleasure. Well, there we have it. Michael D'Souza, the master distiller for Paul John Whiskey, an amazing Indian whiskey with a lot of depth, a lot of sweetness, a lot of texture. This is a cool category. You know, you don't expect that much is coming out of any, but in fact, there's a hell of a lot of different spirits coming out there as Michael kind of helps detail. It's also cool that Michael D'Souza will be in town conducting a master class for Whiskies of the World in Houston, Texas on Saturday, September 30th. This is a great event, and I know it's new to Houston. I know there's been a lot of crazy, terrible things that have been happening in Houston, and I hope that the whiskey community can rally and kind of just share a dram in the wake of what's happened there in Houston. I think whiskey is a great equalizer. It's a great healer, and I hope everybody in Houston is doing well. Michael will come visit you very soon. It's worth chatting with him. 
And thank you for listening to Show to V with Mike G. No matter how many horror movies you're going to cram in to watching in the month of October, or if you're thinking the new Blade Runner may in fact be a masterpiece, if these reviews that are coming out already are any indication, please keep dancing. <laughs>